Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fate Shifter podcast. My name is Esteban Baez, and together with Martin Alther, we're going to be discussing the rule you should know while manifesting. Hi, Martin. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Esteban? I'm super excited about today's topic because manifesting is a topic that I studied for a long time, and I'm a student of as personal development, and I love this topic, the topic of creating and manifesting. It is a powerful topic, and it helps us also really to create the reality we want if we know the right rules, if we apply it the right way, and if there is nothing that is holding us back from doing it. Right, and I think that's the biggest thing when it comes to manifesting is that a lot of people... Uh, when they try to bring change into their life or to create something new for themselves, they tend to, there tends to be a delay. But this delay tends to, for a lot of people, tends to be frustrating because there's this delay and then they never see what they truly want to create in their life. So why, why when people are manifesting, why do they get stuck? You said it actually, just like now, what is holding them back is actually the frustration of when it's not happening when they want it to happen, which is by far not yet the rule we're going to talk about today. But before we go to that rule, I want to actually discover a few other things which are the same important. And I know some listeners who are watching or listening right now, they're wide more advanced, so they will wait for the rule. But those who are just new with this topic, they should also get something from it here and they should understand a few things. The first thing is the topic of the delay. Why do we have a delay in manifesting as general help and why it is really a help? The reason why is actually also very simple, but powerful. Just imagine you have not 100% the control over your thoughts, meaning in that second you think something, you manifest it. And now my question to everybody who watches and listens also to you, Esteb, what is the most dangerous thing that frightens you the most? For some, it's a serpent. For others, it's a spider. For the next is whatever it is. Think a short second about what is frightening you the most. What would you say is frightening you the most, Esteb? Wow. So when I think about the thing that makes me frightened the most, I think it would be waking up and not having any money in my bank account. So <laughs> that would be the thing I'm afraid most about. That's a powerful one. And just imagine you have no delay in manifesting. You have thought it and it's happening. Does now delay make sense for you? Yeah, it does. I don't want to just think about that and then poof, the money's gone. <laughs> not a good idea. Yes, got it. And that's the thing. That is why we have this delay because when we think something, maybe we realize by thinking to have that and trying even maybe the first time to manifest it, we realize it's actually not going to help us really. So we better change our mind and we manifest really what we truly want. So that is the first thing why we have a delay and why the delay is helping us. And that's actually a good thing because just imagine you think the thing you frightened the, mo the most of it and boom, it's just there. You're suddenly in a place full of spiders or you're suddenly hundreds of thousands of spiders are around you and you're afraid of spiders. That's horrible thought, right? So it's better you have a delay. What I realized for myself with manifesting is 
the more I get control over my thoughts, the faster my manifestation is going to happen. Okay, so how do you mean that? Like the more control of your thoughts, how do you control your thoughts? The more I'm aware of what I'm thinking and the more I'm deciding what I'm going to think. So it means my brain monkey, which is just bubbling in between, is not anymore there or it's not anymore that much there. Everybody who listens and watches here knows that situation. You try to focus on something and your brain is somewhere else. Or you're reading some lines. It's very interesting. And after a page, you realize you were actually with your thoughts in the shopping list, what you're going to buy when you go to some, get some groceries. And you have to reread the whole page because you didn't read actually. You functionally did, but you didn't get what you were reading. I guess you know that situation for sure as well. I do know it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, you get distracted and then you're reading, but you're not really comprehending what you're reading because your mind is wandering. Exactly. And so that is what I mean by controlling what you think and deciding when you think what. And that is like training a muscle. That's a practice. You can train that you consciously decide what you're going to think and when you're going to think it. And the more you are used control what you think to think it properly by intention, the faster manifestation can happen. That's just an experience I personally did while working on manifesta manifestation for myself. Okay. So that's important. That you, That's a very important thing that you brought up, which was you can train yourself like a muscle to think about the things you truly desire to think about, right? So you're making a decision and that requires discipline and training. So that's important to point out. So this is not something that's going to be easy, right? This is something that requires training. Everything that shall have really big results needs a sort of training to get there. Often people believe it's just easy and fast and then it has to happen. And for many people, it's still also like when it happens, it's like magic. And again, here, I often say what we do is not magic as such. It is just doing the right thing, which has as a consequence the result you wish. And when you understand which actions you have to take to have in consequence the result you wish, then of course it's not any more magic for you. Then you know the trick, right? Then you know how it's working. And then it's still magically how it can come to your life because sometimes you manifest something and you expect to come it from here and it comes from there. So it can also happen by that the more you can let go that you believe that you have to control to create something. Because that's the next thing. We do not need to create anything at all. And that's a misbelief. Many people think still in manifesting, they create something. They have to create something. That's not true. Manifesting is actually only bringing yourself in the vibration of what you want to experience. And the experience starts to happening. So it's nothing you create. The environment creates it for you through your vibration, through who you are through what your intention is. And here it comes. Actually, what you are realizing in your life, what you are manifesting in your life already now, that is what you experience, means your experience is happening for you as a mirror of what you constantly radiate as intention, consciously or unconscious. So here's the question. When it comes to manifesting, what is this rule that 
you're going to teach us today because I'm very curious about the rule of manifesting. So please tell us a little bit about that. Okay. I would say we reveal it here, <laughs> actually. And for those who are, let's say, way more far already on their path with manifesting, they know everything is energy. What is very important here, and we started here actually just before by saying what you experience is a mirror of how you radiate, means everything you experience right now is not happening a miracle, it's happening because you create it. You might not be conscious about it. You might believe, no, that's not what I want, but I still have it. And here it starts already when you say, that is not what I want then your focus goes on exactly that, what you do not want, right? And that is what you radiate. And so you create what you do not want. So that's still for the beginners, for those who start to think in that topic of manifestation. Now the rule is when everything is energy, then you are in interaction with energy. That means you touch energy. Let's put it like this. You have a bowl with water. And in this bowl with water, the water is not moving at all. The ground is very solid. And there is no movement on the surface of the water. And now you take a finger and you dip to the water. And then you see these tiny waves going outside, touching the wall of the bowl and coming backwards again and swinging back and forth. That's when you interact with water. Now you can take a glass and you can dip that glass into the water and the water gets the shape of the glass because the water forms like the glass. So you bring in the form by intention and then the water is in the form of the glass. And it gets quiet again until you dip it again or until you pour it again somewhere else. So that is the, let's say, the symbol or the picture of interaction with energy when I, energy when I say you touch energy. Actually, creating reality, and that's the rule, is nothing else than touching with your intention energy, and energy builds up as what you have touched it. So if you have touched it in the way I have lack of money, then it creates the situation of lack of money. When you touch it with I have abundance of money, then it creates abundance of money. Now, everyone who manifests and is already improved in manifesting and Sometimes it worked already, but not all the time. And it's still in money problems. We'll say, yeah, but I do that. And it's still not happening. Why? And here comes the clue. If you have imprints, systemic entanglements, or even epigenetic codes given through your family towards you that are holding you back to believe what you want to believe, this subconscious hindering factor will hold you back from manifesting what you truly want to manifest. Okay, so let's, let me break that down. So the secret, this thing that we should know about, this rule, is that everything is energy. So whatever we put out is what we get back. Is that what you're saying? That's correct. Everything that I send out comes as a reflection, as a mirror, back to me as my reality. Okay. So then the number one thing that we need to remember is when we're doing this practice that you spoke about earlier of really thinking about what we really truly want, which is a discipline, you said it's something that requires training, is to become aware of what you're thinking. That way you know that what you're thinking is what's showing up. So if you're getting frustrated 
because the thing is not happening, then that's you touching energy, basically. That's you interacting with energy and your frustration creates more frustration. Correct. Exactly. That's what it is. You bring in frustration, you get back frustration. You bring in joy, you get back joy. The point is only you bring in joy and you are frustrated that joy is not coming immediately back because it has a delay. You are frustrated. Then some joy comes, but the frustration comes then even as a bigger wave backward, back towards you. And then you experience frustration and it will give more frustration because then you say, you see, now I had a good moment. And then came the big bang in my face and the bad thing happened again, which creates then also a typical pattern or imprint. Let's put it like this, because that's a very typical imprint. Everything, when something good happens in your, my life, then something bad will follow. So many people believe that. They believe it so deep that even if they start to manifest and say that is not going to happen anymore, guess what? Not happening anymore. I send exactly this picture. I get back that mirror. So it's going to manifest it. Or even if they say, I just manifest what I want. But when the belief says, and I believe and something good comes, then the bad will follow. Guess what? You're gonna manifest this reality. So you have to get rid of that imprint. You have to get rid of these systemic entanglements and even epigenetic codings when you're switched on. You have to get rid of or you have to switch them off and you have to transform them. And that is what was the gift I got 20 years ago, a bit more than 20 years ago, with the self-transformation code when I was writing it down. Okay. So then there's these other things operating in the background that we need to become aware. And that's why we need to understand what the systemic entanglements are in our personal lives and what imprints we have that are operating that we don't even know. So this is the thing that I remember when I was as I continue to do work with you, because we do a lot of sessions, private sessions as well. And you really helped me to realize that there are some imprint systemic entanglements that I had that I was not aware of. So regardless, if I try to manifest something in my life, let's just talk, use money, for example. If I'm trying to manifest an abundance of money or a specific amount for myself, there was this wall that I always hit. And like you said, the rule is you're interacting with energy, whether you know it or not. If you have an unconscious imprint operating there, you don't even see how you're sabotaging yourself. And I think that's what happens is a lot of us sabotage ourselves and we don't even see it. Absolutely. And of course, there are also shortcuts. And that's the cool thing, because when we go from the basic factor that whatever you radiate or whatever you project into your reality comes back as your reality and your experience, then you could also project that you don't need to be held back, that you don't need all these things that are happening, and you could get then the good results. The thing is only the most, and I would say over 90% of the people out there, are not in control of their thoughts that much that they could really go around this imprints and systemic entanglements to get rid of them without even thinking of them just by manifesting on a different way, which is like a shortcut that exists, but that takes a lot of exercise and practice again. And here we go. Whatever you do, you have to practice. And actually then to transform 
imprints, to transform systemic entanglements, which is in a few sessions done. It's not half a year or year work. It's in a few sessions done is actually then the shortcut because then you're free. You have the freedom of choice and you can start to manifest the right way and you can manifest without being subconsciously held back from something you don't even know. That's powerful. And I want to bring up something here, Martin, because I remember thinking I could do all this stuff by myself. I've been a student of personal development. I've done a lot of live seminars and I've done a lot of coaching sessions and all this stuff. And I used to think I can, I can do this by myself. I was very skeptical when I was introduced into your work because I was like, what else can I learn? Like I've learned everything relating to these topics. So I thought, and there's a difference. If you're playing the game of life by yourself, and you think you're going to be able to do everything yourself, that already creates a wall. And that's the wall that I was hitting every single time. I kept thinking that I could give myself feedback, that I can see what I'm not seeing by myself. And I know that the code is called the self-transformation code, but I had so much of a benefit of doing it with you. Because I realized that there were things that I could not possibly see, no matter how much I tried. I understand. And the word self comes from the opportunity and possibility you have after working with me, applying it to your life in so many ways that you can do a lot of things for yourself and you don't need any more somebody. And then there will be still some hard things. You just do not have enough distance to it. So you need then maybe also, again, some support, but it's way not anymore like you needed it before, like a powerful, constant support. You are just doing then the hard ones. And that is what I still do as well. I have my mentors. I go to my mentors when I come to a point where I cannot surpass anymore on my own because I'm applying the self-transformation code to myself as well. And I'm using these techniques. I'm using all these methods, these systems to get rid or to transform what is holding me back. And I can, in fact, because I know how. And there are things, even if I know how, I just don't, do not get over it because I cannot really detect them. Even if I see the mirror, I still do not detect what is the reason that creates that mirror. And just here for those who maybe start to begin with manifesting, say, ah, oh, come on, that is all blah, blah, blah. One thing, when you look to a mirror, and you want that the mirror goes left before you go. Is that ever happening in your life? No, it never happens. I guess <laughs> not. I if guess it not. does, I would be very freaked out. <laughs> you would freak out literally. That's true. So your life is a mirror of what you think, of what you do, of what you believe, of what you feel, and how you act. That is the mirror. So it cannot change if you do not change because it's the mirror so it doesn't go first and then you follow it's not the life becomes the environment of you being a millionaire and then you become a millionaire you become within a millionaire and then life is playing it back towards you and you experience being a millionaire that's the way it works because you're in touch with energy and energy replies it's not energy creates and you are in touch with it that way and react it's the other way around. And that is why often is said, life is happening, is not happening to you, it's happening for you. I guess it was Tony Robbins saying that. And 
I even increase that sentence, life is happening through you. And that's the truth. And that's the basic rule. So if you want to be a millionaire, become a millionaire, then the experience of a millionaire will happen in the outside and not the other way around. Wow. And that applies to anything. If you want to become, if you want to lose weight, you have to already start feeling, right? The weight that you really truly want. You have to become it first. And then everything else follows. If you want to be healthy, everything else follows. If you want to have a health, a loving relationship, right? You have to become a loving, a person that, that is ready to receive and give love. You have to become it first and then it happens. I love that, Mike. Actually, it's even a step deeper. You have to be in a loving relationship with yourself in order to experience a loving relationship in the outside. You have to be wealthy within yourself in order to experience wealth in the outside. You have to be, you have to be within yourself already healthy with yourself in order to become healthy as an experience in your life. I love it. So what about losing weight? Tell me about that one. Because a lot of people want to, a lot of people want to lose weight, man. Actually, a very simple thing. And you see, also, I should apply it a bit more to myself, which is just understanding what my body needs and giving not more than my body needs, but also not less than my body needs, and which contains also movement, which contains what I take as intake, as food, what I drink as drink, which the best is water, everybody knows it. What has to be done is actually very clear, but what is holding you back doing what has to be done? Either you're just okay with what it is, which counts for me. I'm just fine with what I am right now. And sometimes I'm, in fact, going in my life back to almost 85 kilos, also with training, so it means muscly body with 85 kilos. I'm 185 tall, 1 meter 85 tall. And sometimes I'm like towards 100 kilo. That is what I am right now. A bit less muscles, but a bit more fat. That is why it looks like this. But at the moment, I don't feel uncomfortable with it. So there is also for me no need to change the experience. When I realize I want to be perceived again a bit more slim, a bit more lean, a bit more muscly, whatever, then I'm going to do that. For example, when my wife tells me, hey, darling, I guess it's time. Then I'm going to move because I like to make her happy. Not because I feel like obliged to do it, but then I like to do it because then I'm motivated to make her happy. And then it's the right time and then I do the right thing and then it's happening. But if I just do it for some reasons, I don't even know why I should do it. That's not going to happen. And that, that goes back to manifesting. If people are trying to lose weight just because, let's say, this is a, an interesting topic when it comes to manifesting because we're interacting with energy and we're also interacting with ourselves, right? So when manifesting, you're really interacting with yourself because you said we have to become the thing we want before we can actually see it, right? So if, and that's difficult because everyone, every time, for me, for example, I'm trying to lose 20 pounds, right? Every time I look in the mirror, I just see the weight gain. I don't see the weight loss. How can someone start becoming the ideal way before it happens? That's a tricky one. So here you say something very important. That is exactly what's happening here. You say, actually, I want to lose weight, but when I look into the mirror, I focus on that I gain weight. Or not even that you gain, but you focus on that you're still 
not in the way you want to be means you produce and you radiate lack of something. You're producing the picture of being too fat or the picture of being too round, however you want to call it. But you produce the picture of being that thing you don't want to be. But as we know, when we radiate this picture we don't want to be, this is the thing that's going to respond as a mirror. So if you look to the mirror, if you're in the process of wanting to lose weight, then look at the mirror and say, look at this sexy body that lost already one pound. That's amazing how it goes downwards. And then you create that, that it's sexy, that it's going downwards, that it's on the right track, that it's healthy, that it's good. And then you create this experience. Wow. That's powerful. That's powerful. I just realized that I need to change what I say when I look in the mirror. Yeah. And here you say something very powerful. I need to think about what I say when I look into the mirror. When you want to transform or change something in your life, you need to think what you're going to think and say when you look in the mirror called life. And then you receive what you think and you start to realize that you only receive what you think. Wow. That's awesome. Martin, thank you so much, man. That's powerful. So if you're listening to this podcast, if you've been watching us hash out this topic of manifesting and you've truly enjoyed it, please remember to like it and share it and subscribe wherever you're watching and consuming this content. We really, truly appreciate you. And if you want to learn more about Martin Alther, please visit the site, martinalther.com. That's Martin Alther, A-L-T-H-E-R-R.com. Martin, is there anything you would like to say to our listeners, to our viewers in closing when it comes to manifesting? Yes. When you manifest, stop thinking you have to do something. Start to understand that you need to be some. Powerful. Thank you, Martin, so much. And thank you, everyone, for listening and watching our podcast. And as always, remember that you can shift your fate and we'll catch you on the next episode. You know